Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. This is your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, and uh, hey, I'm back, and uh, back to doing daily content, so that's going to be fun, and uh, I'm going to put the phone down while I put on my socks, so I'll have to speak a little louder, but uh, today, I wanted to talk about something that basically encompasses the last few months of my life, and really... More so, I guess, the feeling now, after all of that, because now I feel like, I feel like I'm starting to get into the post uh, problems here, the the recovery phase, the regrouping, and um, I, I have a bit of a foundation underneath me, so I feel really good about that, and I'm really excited to not only get back into Anchor, but to get into more personal brand stuff and do more work around the things I want to do. So I have a bunch of different ideas for uh, digital downloads and products that I want to do, training courses for design stuff, and really dive further into uh, YouTube, Anchor, uh, Twitter, Facebook, doing all the things for the personal brand, uh, doing some writing, you know, kind of stemming everything off of the topic that I talk about in the morning on Anchor. Which today, that topic is uh, Zenkai Boost. What is a Zenkai Boost? Well, it's a nerdy thing, <laughs> actually. It's um, something that is referenced in Dragon Ball, which is a thing that I make a lot of references to. There are kind of three main things that I've learned a lot of life lessons from in life. That is Dragon Ball, 311. <laughs> a lot of their lyrics uh, growing up kind of hit me pretty well. And... Um, what was the third one? Dragon Ball, 311, and uh, poker. Yes. Those three things I've learned a lot of a lot of life lessons from. And pretty excited to share some of those things with you. So today, a Zenkai boost is a thing referenced in Dragon Ball where the character... Um, there are characters that are Saiyans, or Saiyajins, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Uh, they are a race from a different planet... Um, which is the race of the main character. And um, one of the perks of that race is that when they get close to death, they get a... Once they start to recover, they get what is called a Zenkai boost. And they basically come back stronger. Um, and it's like an official terminology that allows them to... It's something that was exploited in one of the sagas in this in the show. Um, where one of the characters had another character nearly kill them, and they came back stronger and was able to kind of hold their own a little bit. Um, but I wanted to talk about Zenkai Boost in reference to personal stuff in life. You know, r right now what's been going on with my divorce and recovering in life and trying to figure out where all the things are going, I, um, I feel like... I feel stronger already. I feel a resurgence, a re-energizing. And part of that is actively thinking about what I'll be doing once I get to this foundation. You know, part of it was like accepting the fact that I am not at full strength and like just thinking about what I will do when I am at full strength, you know, and taking that opportunity, that near-death experience as it were in the metaphorical sense. I don't know what that noise is, but that's not good. <laughs> 
I think it's somebody upstairs doing something. That's weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's very distracting is what it is. But, so this uh, Zenkai Boost stuff is something I've been experiencing lately where it's like, I've been thinking about where I want to go next and how I want to approach the next situations in life. And, oh, there, it stopped. Yay. <laughs> uh, thinking about while I'm in my weakened, weakened state, like, what am I going to do once I get my strength back? And for that, I think if you can just consider that when you're ready, you'll be able to come out swinging, essentially, and be able to do a lot more. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit more and talk about in relation to my personal stuff and what my plans are and all that stuff. So let's kick it off. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. The show that is like uh, the Kool-Aid man bursting through your door. Just unwanted and in your living room now, all of a sudden. Just having having a real good time. Just not even going to clean up after himself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, today I wanted to talk about, really it's recovery, but I wanted to discuss it in the, um, in the context of a Zenkai boost, which is the Dragon Ball equivalent of recovering um, stronger than you were before. Which I think... I think if you go through any kind of difficulty in life, you should approach it with that mindset that you're going to come out of it stronger than you were before. And you know, it's hard in the moment your, your, you're going through a lot of difficulty and you just, sometimes in that moment, you can't possibly see how things could get better. You can't possibly see how you could come out of it on top. There's just no way. Um, and well, to put it bluntly, that's just not true. I think there are most situations in life where you can recover and feel better than you were before. Uh, not only that, uh, it's a natural defense mechanism of ours in our brains to frame the new situation better than the previous one, whether it is objectively better or not. Our brains are, I would look into a, um, a concept called synthetic happiness. It's a really popular TED talk from probably 10 years ago now, at least, where uh, this guy talks about the idea that we, our brains, find a way to become happier with the situations we've chosen versus the things that we've lost. So the experiment that he did, or that he's done with blind people, and various people. He had a control situation where people would select a painting and they would select the one they want and then be given a different one. And then they would come back a few weeks later and put the same group of paintings in a lineup and select the painting they want. And often they would pick their own, the one that they already have, the one that was given to them. And, um, there was another experiment done where um, blind people subconsciously did the same thing, um, 
or I don't, I don't think it was blind people. Maybe it was in, in with like a different scenario, but I, I can't remember exactly. So I would search, I would look for that or maybe I'll post it later. Um, but synthetic, synthetic happiness is kind of an interesting concept on its own that we will take basically anything that is, you know, part of our lives and find a way to reframe it to make it something we've either chosen or have been happy with. Um, I think a lot of people have <laughs> this this concept I've known for a very long time, and it's often made me actually cynical because um, I think it can convince people to be happy in scenarios where they're not. Um, so you should always take stock in that. But at the same time, I think it is a very useful tool when you're going through some really deep, difficult problems, some depression, where or or major life changes like divorce, or you know, I don't know, you failed out of school or something, or. Uh, you've lost a job or the business that you've been trying to start doesn't work, things like that. Um, you know, it's, I think it could be a useful tool to allow us to accept that our current fate is a better one than the previous one that we thought was going to be great. Um, and you know, really all we can do is move forward and accept that this is our path, um, and do the best that we can to make it a better one, you know, and, and actually not just reframe it as a better one, but plan to make it a better one, you know, look at what the reality is of what's going on in life and make the adjustment as needed. You know, I think, I think that's important. I think that's really good to take stock in that. And, and that's what that calm is about, you know, that quiet time where everything is, it's, it's like a quiet chaos, you know, where, where everything's gone to crap, but you know that it's kind of quiet and there's there's not a lot you can do. But once you start to get to a point where you can start doing things again, that's where like the Zenkai boost kicks in and you can go out there and kick some ass. I don't know if it's me, but it seems like it's taking anchor forever to post things. It's a little annoying. <laughs> I've been considering uh, going back to traditional podcasting anyway to just like record with a microphone on my laptop and then post it via the website. But uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll give that a try and see how that goes. But to continue this this notion of the Zenkai boost, I, you know, for me, I, I've, I've kind of operated that way where every situation I've been in, I come out stronger on the other side. I, I think most of us do, and we don't really realize it. I, I, whether we actively engage in attempting to make our lives better or not is maybe a different story. But I know for me, my trip across country and, you know, packing things and moving things and just constantly being in motion and just kind of exhausting myself <laughs> um, for the sake of my own survival mentally and physically really um, has been this just like, yeah, it's just, a, just been this exhausting endeavor that has led me to a place where now I finally feel like the dust is settling. I've had a chance to relax a little bit. And now I just feel like way more focused. I feel like I am ready to do so much and get it done. You know, I feel, I'm lucky to feel motivated because, you know, of, of the person I've been able to surround myself with lately and my friends and family. 
that has really given me a much better sense of motivation to get out there and and do all these things. It, it feels very natural to me to to want to do that. That motivation does feel very natural, like it's not manufactured in any way, which is great, which is the place that I've been trying to get to for years. Um, so really everything that's going on right now, despite the difficulty, is everything that I've needed in life. And I'm... I'm just, I'm feeling really good and really grateful for that. And I think I can, I, I think I can attribute that to, to myself as a personality, but I think there is, I think there is, is some sense of a Zenkai boost in all of us. You know, I think, I think we have the ability to recover and be stronger, you know, whether it's physically, mentally, whatever, um, in whatever situation, you know, it's like you go to the gym and, and the only way you can get stronger is to tear down your muscles, you know? Um, you know, when you're at the gym and you're working out, you're breaking apart your muscle groups so that it's really the recovery time is when the muscles form and you get stronger and then you go back to the gym and you do it again and you can lift a little more than you did before. You know, there's no reason we can't take that concept into our mental state and our life, you know, where we, we, we put in the effort we do the things we need to do, we, we lift the things, we move the things, we do the heavy, difficult stuff in life, and then we rest. We will rest for an equivalent amount of time, or maybe more, likely more, and allow ourselves to sort of relax, coalesce, regain our thoughts, think about what our next step's going to be, how are we going to attack this thing next, you know, even as simple as going to the gym, like, Okay, I did this today, tomorrow's a rest day, or tomorrow is a light day, or a cardio day, or whatever, and uh, think about what the next things are. And it's kind of like another way of thinking about, of like planning ahead a little bit too. It's like thinking about what the workout the next day is going to be, or what your plan of attack for your business or personal stuff is going to be the next day. You know, a good day really does start the night before. And you just got to kind of be one step ahead as often as you can. And that allows you to properly get a good Zenkai boost so that you can, you can really tackle it when it's ready. You know, when you're, when you're in it, you're not wasting energy on things that don't matter. There's another concept that I want to talk about in the next segment, um, called, what was it? It's called like shark habits. <laughs> um, I don't remember why they call it that. Um, but I'm going to use that term anyway. It was a podcast I listened to recently. It was um, it was on the art of manliness. It's titled like Brain and Brawn. It was about this guy that was um, an Olympic athlete who was a discus thrower. And he was also a th theological scholar. Um, he, he did a lot of stuff in the Middle East and, and did a lot of research. And, and he's done a lot of things in his life. And um, I think there are some concepts with the shark stuff that I could share. So, you know, part of this Zenkai boost is like finding ways to not waste your energy in, um, when, when you get back to it, I mean, or really when you're recovering too. Uh, and part of that is developing these shark habits, things that are, I think that a lot of people waste their brain power on that we really shouldn't. Um, you know, selecting clothes in the morning, selecting what we're going to eat for breakfast. Uh, you know, there, there's, um, really like selection fatigue is a real thing where if you're spending most of your time 
making decisions on little things that don't really matter, you know, where to go, where to eat, what kind of coffee you're going to get in the morning, things like that. Things that you could kind of like automate in your brain or come up with systems in your house to automate those things um, so that you're selecting a pair of jeans and a shirt and really thinking about what your wardrobe is like so that you can just like select things and it'll work. You know, you don't have to spend too much time thinking about it or um, coming up with a meal plan or something like that, you know, so you're not wasting too much energy on that sort of thing. Um, those are really shark habits. Those are things that will allow you to put your brain power in other areas. I find that very useful during depressive times and life difficulty stuff so that you can kind of automate those things and get into a habit of just doing it. And it's almost second nature. It's really, really helpful during depressive times because, you just kind of get into a routine and you don't think about it and it doesn't require the effort that is astronomically difficult to obtain when you're in a depressive state. Your, your body, your muscle memory is so naturally attuned to what you need to do that it doesn't take the mental strain from that. It, that the depression requires, um, for you, for you to work through. So I think those habits are really good because part of the Zenkai boost is the calm and then coming out of the calm. So when you come out of the calm and you're, you're, you're sort of regrouping and you're getting to this place where like, yes, I'm going to go attack this. I'm going to do it. You don't want to have to take the time to think about what you're wearing in the morning and what you're going to eat because that's just wasted energy. And honestly, when you're coming out of a difficult situation, you're likely going to be in a recovery mode. You're likely going to be having to focus on so many things that are unusual to a daily routine. You know, for me, for instance, I have to go to the DMV. I have to go get a license. I have to get my registration. I have to basically, you know, reroute my life here on the East Coast and do those things to get myself grounded. And that's still, th those are still things that are unusual. Those are things that are taking time from me finding business to keep things moving forward. Um, so while I feel like I have this energy, I have this Zenkai boost uh, that has allowed me to, to recover and have this energy to keep moving forward, I don't want to be using that energy on those extraneous things. You know what I mean? So I hope that helps. I hope that was a useful topic to discuss. Um, I think framing it in a Zenkai boost is, is kind of fascinating because I think it's something that we all have. And I think thinking about the, the gym aspect, you know, if you're building muscle, that's what you do. You break down your muscle, then you rest. Rest is way more important than we give it credit for, especially in America the culture is so surrounding work, 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 rise and grind, hustle, 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 that rest needs to be included in that. And it's interesting that for people to take rest seriously, you have to loop it into the work aspect, you know, meaning rest is a part of the growing part. You know, it's not, you can't frame it as a leisure thing because then people are like, oh, you're lazy. And it's like, no, it's not about being lazy. It's about recovering. It's about, allowing your mind to coalesce and regroup. It's like, <clears throat> it's why we sleep, you know, we sleep so that we can take all of the main bits of things that we've learned and organize them and get ourselves to a clean slate, clean, uh, clean slate the next day. 
so that we can do things um, and continue to grow. <clears throat> so I think I think that's important. <clears throat> anyway, that's it for this podcast. Uh, you can find me at Rival My Design on all my social channels. Hi, my name is Christian.com. If you go to cnote.store, you can buy a music pack that I just put out and check that out. Hi, my name is Christian.com. And on that note, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.